we welcome back to our airwaves the Lieutenant Governor of the State of Connecticut, Susan Bysowitz. Susan, good morning. Thanks for joining me again today. It's the first time we've talked since you and Ned Lamont won the election back in November. Going to flash me back on that. What do you think some of the key issues were that got you two reelected? Well, uh, so nice to be with you, Wayne. I think the voters really appreciated that we have put our state back on a path towards fiscal responsibility. We had four balanced budgets without raising taxes. Today, we have paid down $7 billion of our pension debt, which is going to save us over $500 million a year in debt service payments. Uh, and we gave a very large tax cut to the people who needed it the most. So I think people liked our stewardship of the state, and it wasn't a close election, so we appreciate the mandate to keep uh, doing what we are doing, which is um, sound fiscal management, but also uh, making sure that we work on workforce development because we have over 100,000 jobs that are out there waiting to be filled, and the issue is getting people with the correct training and skills into those jobs. So we're really going to be focusing on two things in addition to fiscal management, and that is making sure we have more housing in our state because you can't grow unless you have housing that's high quality and that's affordable to people, and we need uh, more job training so people can fill the jobs that are high-paying and that are open. Along those same lines, do you have unfinished business from the last term that you want to seal the deal in this term? Um, I think I think it's more uh, a question of doing more in the same areas. The Governor's Workforce Council has been training people for uh, jobs in uh, high-tech manufacturing, in health care, in IT, and so many other areas, but we know there's there's more to do. Uh, one of the things that we're looking at, for example, is getting more firefighters trained, and we're looking at having firefighter training programs in community colleges, also in tech high schools. So it's we're we're trying to do more of what we've already started. I like that answer very much. Hey, the governor was at the uh, UConn men's basketball game last night, and I didn't see if you were there or not. But uh, just just thoughts about uh, little sports numbers here. What's going on with both basketball teams? They're having great years. Oh, my goodness. We we are due. The Huskies, uh, both the men and the women, are are doing great. I know the governor, sometimes I go with him to the games. Uh, He is a huge fan, uh, and I've been a little more – uh, homebound, uh, so I didn't go with him, but I'm rooting from the sidelines. Yeah, this governor roots for Connecticut in a UConn-Villanova matchup, unlike a prior governor that we had. One thing, I follow you on social media, and one thing that I've noticed you've been very active, very aggressive on, not just in the last month, but in your last term as well, is promoting small businesses. You've been making stops all around the state. In fact, you made a stop in Willimantic to promote small business, too. Talk about that from a few weeks ago. So I did, um, first of all, I love going to Willimantic. It's got some of the best uh, coffee and retail shops 
and so we wanted to highlight the importance of supporting small businesses and purchasing holiday gifts at small businesses because almost 70% of every dollar that you spend at a small business stays right there in the community. And so we wanted to highlight that. So uh, Tom DeVivo, Mayor DeVivo, and I uh, walked uh, Main Street visiting some amazing shops, uh, love uh, the coffee shops uh, in Willimantic, and got to see what will be a new pizza spot uh, right on Main Street. Um, they're still doing renovations on the inside of it, so uh, hopefully in January, later in January, it'll be open because there's nothing like a good pizza place. Yeah, in fact, that's right next door to us here, the old Regine's building on Main Street. And you put on Facebook, you said, I really encourage folks to come explore all the great local shops Willimantic and your small town has to offer. And then a week later, you went to Norwich and you went to a brewing company, These Guys Brewing? Yes, and they have they have secured a beautiful spot uh, that has a great view. It's a former school right in downtown uh, Norwich. And they're going to be building a garden uh, spot on the top of it so that people can um, have beer and the great food that they make because it's also going to be a food destination, too. It's a, it's a couple that are trained chefs and also brewmasters, and it's going to be a great place to enjoy food either indoors or outdoors along with a really great beer. And you've also had a round of grants for the New London WBDC Small Business Grant Program. That seems to parallel what we're talking about here today. Tell me more about that. You know, that is, an it's called Equity Match Grants. Uh, and this is a program that is a partnership between the Women's Business Development Council, which has a beautiful office in downtown New London, so you can stop by and visit with them if you're a small business owner, and the Department of Economic and Community Development. And they have provided grants between $2,500 and $10,000, they're grants, not loans, to expand small businesses. So I encourage especially (coughs) women-owned businesses to check out the Equity Match Grant Program. And those who live in Alliance districts like New London, like Willimantic, Middletown, Meriden, have priority. So it's a, it's a great resource. So if you're a small business owner, check it out. Speaking of Meriden and speaking about touring various towns around the state, Back on December the 19th, you toured a blighted property in Meriden and has received almost a $1.5 million grant from DECD to revamp that unused space into 82 mixed-income housing units. Are there similar programs in that fund to help other blighted communities around the state? Uh, Yes, absolutely. And that particular grant was part of a $13 million package of brownfield remediation grants across the state. So there were locations around the state that were chosen, 
And the idea was to take blighted, derelict properties and put them back on the tax rolls. So that particular place in Meriden was an old piano factory that had some environmental issues like asbestos that needed to be cleaned up. And the state invested uh, over a million dollars, $1.5 million, to clean up that property um, and remove the environmental toxins. But there's also a private developer who will be turning that property into uh, a multi-unit uh, apartment building with both market rate and affordable units in it. And what's nice about that particular uh, remediation grant is that once this building is completed and there's more housing available, which we need everywhere, it's right next to a park and Meriden will be redeveloping the park. And speaking of parks, our listeners know that I'm big on the rail trails around here. Great network in eastern Connecticut, but a great network statewide. And I saw a picture of you at the new Trout Brook Trail in West Hartford. Tell the people what that ceremony was about. So that is also um, a part of our environmental protection grants to lengthen walking trails. Uh, and upgrade walking trails around the state. And what's nice about that one in West Hartford, it actually goes through a significant portion of West Hartford Center. So it's a way to make West Hartford more walkable, which will help all the small businesses that are in the neighborhoods around the trail, uh, and it'll increase safety for pedestrians, uh, pedestrian safety, I think, has been a big issue um, since the pandemic, where we've noticed people are driving a lot faster. Uh, and we want to encourage walkable town centers. So it's part of West Hartford's plan to make West Hartford Center more walkable. And of course, you know, getting out and walking is, might be part of people's New Year's resolution, so we'll keep that in mind. Yeah, the Trout Book Trail looked terrific. Speaking of the pandemic, we've had an eye-popping jump in hospitalizations this week as uh, since Friday, statewide, an increase of 116 new hospitalizations. It's now at 679, the highest since February 6th. We've had hospitals here and in Norwich that have had overflowing emergency rooms. The positivity rate, the highest in January 19th, 15%. What advice, what suggestions can you have for people staying safe during this cold time of the year? Well, first of all, uh, get your flu shot and get your COVID-19 booster if it's time for that. A couple of months ago, I got the bivalent booster, which means that it's protective against several strains of the COVID-19 virus. And I got a flu shot. You can get them together or you can get them separately. But it's this triple-demic of flu, COVID, and RSV that has hit our state. And I think although people really want COVID-19 to be behind us, a lot of people are masking less. So they're more susceptible to flu during COVID-19. 
during the height of it, we had very little flu because everybody was wearing a mask, which kept people safe. So my advice is get your flu shot, get your COVID-19 booster, and wear a mask when you are indoors around other people. And along those same lines, a few months ago, there was a proposal to give hero pay to people who had to continue to go to work in various professions, despite the fact that most people were staying home. The thought was that they would get $1,000. Well, so many people applied and qualified for that, it got brought down to like $220. There's talk now about trying to add more money to the fund to get it back to closer to $1,000. Are you and Governor Lamont involved in that, or is that all strictly now in the hands of the state legislature? So I think that is going to be a matter of uh, legislative and uh, administration negotiations. So that is going to go to the legislature. I know there are legislators that want to do more on hero pay. So there will be bills in the legislature that will be part of the budget process. And we'll see what happens because you also have uh, proposals, for instance, to uh, add a child tax credit, which was very popular um, last year. Uh, so you'll see that back. The governor is considering uh, a tax cut for middle class families that make $150,000 or less, or single people who make $75,000 or less. But we have to see of what the mix is because you have people who want to spend more for programs. Uh, You have people who are um, asking for tax cuts. So it'll be uh, a subject of negotiation and debate uh, and vigorous debate, I'm sure. And I saw this on your Facebook page. You said, Ned and I have been very clear that hate has no home in Connecticut. Under our watch, we codified a special hate crime investigative unit within the state police. We are committed to making Connecticut a safe and inclusive space for everyone. You want to follow up on that thought? Well, uh, sadly, uh, we've seen nationally some hate crimes like the murders of the LGBTQ patrons of a club, and we just wanted to assure people in our state that we will not tolerate anything like that. And I think it's really important that uh, we uh, include everyone, that we are, we are a very diverse and beautiful state, and we don't want any incidents like that in our state. And it's very disturbing because uh, nationally there have been an increase in crimes against the LGBTQ community, There's been an increase in uh, anti-Semitic acts. And so we want to uh, make sure that people in our state treat everyone with respect. And ending things on a high note today, can you tell us how your family celebrated Christmas and what your plans are to bring in 2023? Ah, well, we celebrated Christmas uh, Eve at my sister Gail's house. She lives in East Hampton, and I had people uh, at my home, uh, my my family, we have a big family, 
at, on Christmas. Uh, I live in Middletown. Uh, and, you know, the usual, too many people, too much food, right? And uh, I'm looking forward to celebrating my daughter Ava's birthday. We have a built-in holiday in our home because she was born on New Year's Eve. So we will be celebrating our daughter Ava's birthday on New Year's Eve. Great stuff. Thank you very much for joining me. And thanks for your friendship over the years, Susan. It's been a uh, tough year for some people. Hopefully things look better in 2023. We hope so. Happy New Year, Wayne, and Happy New Year to everyone in your listening area. That's Lieutenant Governor Susan Bysowitz joining us on 14 WILI Willimannic and 95.3 FM.